This is Voyager Time. I will not deny 20 million years of history and doctrine just because I like organized sound. I'm sick, and with me today is... Sarah. Ben. Nathan. Today we're talking about Voyager Season 3, Episode 23, Distant Origin. A reptilian scientist trying to prove his heretical theories kidnaps Chakotay and draws the entire crew in conflict between his race's doctrine and the startling truth about its origin. The Voyager has fired 19 of its 38 photon torpedoes. So it was a startling truth, but not as startling as the truth I expected it to be. <laughs> because was the startling truth you expected that Jesus Christ is our savior? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I definitely thought these were like the same race as uh, Paris and Janeway's kids. The- <laughs> oh, yeah. they just so good. Well, they did two trans warp. Yeah, maybe they time traveled, and that's how they yeah. have DNA from humans. Yep, that's what I was thinking. Is like, oh, they found this. Like, you know, they came back in time because space weirdness and oh it's mom and dad hold on though let's th- i want to unpack this a little bit are you do they still have human dna wouldn't they be like reptile dna wouldn't their dna well, have changed didn't you Wait. hear them talk about how we sh- if we're from the same place we share dna markers or whatever that's yeah. why the lizards and the humans looked that's okay true so uh, i mean uh, I th- are you andrew are you talking about the the, the like alien people in this episode or Janeway and Tom's lizard babies. Well, I was definitely talking about the lizard babies, but I think Sarah's point is correct here. Sarah's well, point lizard, is absolutely correct. I'm talking about them both. Yeah, yeah. Enough. just a yeah. blanket because statement. The whole thing with threshold was that was the further evolution of humans, right? Mm-hmm. There's this is just like if they took um, the threshold loose ideas of threshold and made it mm-hmm. not stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you saying you like this one? I did like this one. Uh, me too. Uh, I've even wrote down, I bet Andrew likes this episode, is one of my notes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mainly because of the intro where it's like, I just feel like this is one of those things where we would have sat down and been like, I wish we'd spent more time like looking at things from the alien's point of view or something. Yeah. And then we got an episode like that. I did think that was really cool. I would have loved a whole episode like that. Well, this kind of was that a little bit yeah it wasn't a lot i know i know i wish it had been like the entire thing instead of about half of it but it was still really really good that first half yeah that was the part that i really liked Mm -hmm. i was like wow they're really doing something like if they continued being the fly on the wall like when they first went on to voyager yeah i love that that would have been great Mm -hmm. i loved when they were uh following tom and balana and they're like Mm -hmm. and tom tom and balana are like very badly flirting and they're like yeah these crude verbal cues that they're giving each other of affection yeah like, crude, yes thank crude you verbal <laughs> crude verbal interplay is the most accurate description of tom's yeah. communication i've ever heard i wish they had followed an interaction between neelix and tuvok oh mm-hmm. so oh, good. oh man that would have been ideal that would have been funny I mean, we did get to see Neelix just be like a dumb idiot in his kitchen, and that was always nice. Well, that's just <laughs> him every time he's on the show. For yeah, real. yeah. But I just felt like it was a little bit of an extra bonus this time because <laughs> he he had like one line. Yeah, but he just had to stand there like a schmuck. Oh, intruders! I don't see any intruders. Wasn't that it? Something like that. Something <laughs> Who cares? Like that. Who cares? There's no intruders in my kitchen. And Neelix's mouth opens, and my ears turn off. It's like a protective <laughs> thing. I don't want to jinx us, but we've had like a 
like refreshing amount of time of not Neelix centered episodes. Yeah. It's coming around though, because you know, eventually they're gonna be like, you know who we haven't had an episode about? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. And then it'll happen. Maybe not because we're coming to the end of the season, so we might not have to. I don't know what the next few are about, though. Well, I see a lot of various. I don't see anything starring Neelix until episode 12 of next season. So we've got a ways to go. All right. Well, that's I I was afraid. I was afraid that I was going to click the next episode and then it would. I know. (laughs) (laughs) That would be our curse. Oh, there is one, Uh though. There's another one. Uh, This is going to be a bad one. It's called Once Upon a Time. This is a season five episode. Oh, and that's it's, really it's about, far away. Well, it, hear me out. Okay. It's it's it, the apparently according to Wikipedia, the, uh, the the main character for it, the featured character is Naomi Wildman, um, who is the baby. Um, and the episode description is that Neelix looks after Naomi Wildman when her mother is injured on an away mission. So I'm afraid it's going to be like an hour of Neelix monologuing to a baby. She's not a baby <laughs> by then. Really? She's like a child that talks and stuff. Yes. Okay, cool. Hell yeah. I mean, I mean depending part. on, I mean, I don't remember <laughs> if she's like a good actress or not, <laughs> but there is, they, they kind of fudge the like age. They're like, yeah, you were just born, but suddenly you're like nine years old. <laughs> Weird. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> maybe she's secretly Ocampan. I no, I think they do explain it with like she's half human, half whatever the husband was. Yeah. And it's, his his they age quicker, but they have like a normal lifespan. They just grow mm, up faster or some shit like mm, that. I don't know. It's exactly what we would have expected from the Ocampan humans, except they did it in a different race because they needed the other one. They yeah, this, exactly. They're like, we made this baby get born. We need to actually like use the baby. So let's mm-hmm. just make her older and never talk. I don't think they, I legit don't think they address it. They're just like, suddenly this child is here. Hi, Naomi. Give me a Yoda species that ages super slowly. So like you have a baby for like 10 years. Or like 50 or 80. Because isn't that yeah. what actual baby Yoda was? No, not actual babies are not like that. Actual, Actual baby Yoda. Come on. <laughs> Keep up, Andrew. I don't know. I don't interact with a lot of babies. I, that could be true about them, too. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I think you, uh, you're you in better shape if you don't. Babies, well, it depends. Newborns are terrible. Babies are pretty good. I like babies. <laughs> anyway, when we watch that episode, I'm sure I will enjoy it because uh, ever since having kids, my own ability to be like critical about any media involving kids is just completely eliminated. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that kid is so sweet. Oh, they have such great ideas. They're gonna grow up to be so special. Oh, I'm just, uh, I turn into like just a simpering fool whenever you. I hate it. So apologies in advance for myself. Well, that's a long ways off. We don't have to worry about You've it for time. a while. It's gonna be worse then because I'm gonna have like then my my one year old is gonna be closer to two. So it's be like walking and talking, and I'm gonna have a four year. It's just gonna be a whole lot. Now hold on, Andrew. At our pace, it's going to be in three years. Come on. <laughs> Ugh, stop so it. So you have like two more kids by then. Oh my yeah, God. right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and you too, right, Nate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think it's very funny slash fucked up that this advanced... <laughs> That's my favorite kind of funny. Advanced society of lizard people are making fun of humans for being so primitive, but then they're also like majorly obsessed with this like doctrine mm-hmm. and they're like super close-minded about any other ideas 
that exist. Mm-hmm. They're having the literal Snopes monkey trial <laughs> constantly. I don't well, was... know what that means, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ben, explain. Yeah. Because I want to hear your explanation for this. I mean, it's it's the, the trial that... Uh, was about would, a monkey. Well, yeah, about, about monkeys. No, it's about evolution, <laughs> teach, teaching evolution in schools. Oh. The monkey taught evolution. Yeah. And that was a crime, so they had to put the monkey on trial. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> how like, dare you, monkey? How dare you, monkeys? It was the that that trial. It was what in the... I don't know what, when it was. But like it was why 30s, was it called yeah. monkey? Tri- was there because actually evolu- a monkey? No, because of like the idea that humans and monkeys are cousins, and they're like, "I didn't come from a monkey." Oh, that kind of thing. People I think were... I think monkeys may have actually been involved, though. Uh, yeah, probably as like part of that, like a circus, be, like yeah. kind of trial where they're like, "This is my son." This monkey can't talk. <laughs> it was nineteen twenty-five. That was. I was thinking. I would thought it was going to be way more recent than that. Seventies, <laughs> right? Yeah. Scopes monkey trial. Fuck. Uh, close enough. Okay. <laughs> Self correcting there. Okay. Don't well, don't fact check me on that anymore. I we're, we're done went here. to school in a district that was very against teaching any kind of like official shit. So mm-hmm. I never heard about this. <laughs> yeah. I did like the episode, but it was a little too close to home with all like yeah. the anti-science stuff going yeah. on right now. Really? Well, like, just because they're so like, yeah, they're like, retract your statement. Maybe you are mistaken. It just, yeah, it feels a lot more like, uh, yeah, things that could have happened in real life or did. <laughs> well, it was based on uh, Galileo and the Catholic Church. Mm. Yeah, I read that too. That I sense. think it's interesting. It makes sense, but like. I just think it's funny that that's the direction they went with this like millions of year old species. I'm like, (laughs) shouldn't they have evolved out of being, I don't know. Maybe that's as realistic. Maybe this is what it'll Mm -hmm. actually be like. Nothing will ever change. I mean, here we are a hundred years later, still arguing about evolution. Yep. I found the back half of it, um, uh, boring. You didn't like when the main characters showed up. (laughs) (laughs) So here's, I spent the entire first half of the episode being like, I I want to find a reason to hate this because I feel like it's going to be bad. And it never gave me a reason. I enjoyed it the entire time. And then, yeah, when the people I cared about showed up, I was like, this is boring. Take me back to those aliens. (laughs) I really did like that actress that played the, the main, I don't remember their species name, but the one that was doing the trial. She was Minister Odala. There you go. I had looked her up. Minister Odala. Um, she's played by Con- Conqueta Tomei. I don't know how to pronounce her name. So she's pretty good. She, yeah. It, yeah. She had a voice that was like I. I feel like I know her from something, yeah. but I cannot put it put it on. Yeah. She's she's done a lot of things. Uh, been on a lot of shows and movies. So she had a great line read mm-hmm. uh, when Chakotay was like. I can't remember what he said, but basically he just denied her to her face. And she just goes, what? And I just like the <laughs> yeah. way she said it was so good. Yeah. Uh-huh. I thought I liked the part when uh, Chakotay does his little speech about how I don't think that you're descended from a primitive species. I think you're descended from survivors. And he gives this whole like powerful speech. Uh-huh. And then she's just like, was nice. she's just like, 
okay. Completely and then ignores it. Just like, it. Just like, so, and then she just goes anyway. back to the way. Yeah, right. And he looks so shocked. He has this like stupid little look on his face like, wait, that usually works. <laughs> it was fun to have a moment where like, they're set up in the way that that Star Trek has done before, where it's like, "Oh, this is gonna work." I'm giving an impassioned speech that's definitely gonna sway their mind, mm-hmm. and then she's like, "I don't give a shit about you. Yeah, I, I don't know, know you. Change. You shouldn't even be here. <laughs> Get out of here. Nothing. You're still banned. Yeah, forever exiled. Yeah, that really cracked me up. I also really enjoy how every time, uh. Chakotay gets kidnapped. He's always like, just like talks his way out of it and then like happily helps the people who kidnap him. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's his, his one skill. This to episode look intimidating was intimidating like, and then be a, <laughs> look intimidating and then be like, oh yeah, I'm actually a friend. You're, we're all friends here. Who'd you say was kind of hot? I thought Chakotay was kind of hot this episode. Was he? I he was just so. Chakotay. For, which, for what, which part made him hot? I don't get it. I don't know. He, I don't know. He gave me like kind of daddy vibes. <laughs> <laughs> when but, he popped out of there, there's like this super low shot where he's like comes out of there and it's like up at, at his face. I was like, oh, this is a this is a man in command. I'm like, yes, please. <laughs> Did we watch the same episode? I don't really. I, well, I mean. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was fine. He just was. He was very level-headed in a situation yeah. where a lot of other people might be freaking out. Maybe that's what you were reading. I, I don't, don't know. I don't know. I can't describe it. I, I don't know. Well, all right. We'll it keep worked, an eye on it for me. on it if that continues or goes away. Okay. Well, <laughs> I I'll say know. this. Here's the other thing: the only sexy scene that, like, legitimately sexy scene that has happened in Star Trek Voyager was that one sequence with Bolana and uh, and Chakotay. I'm just saying, he's got he's got some sexual power. <laughs> well, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the, who is the hottest person on Voyager? Neelix. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really. I I'm not really into any of them. Is it Janeway? Yeah, it's no. probably. Well, I like her voice. I don't know. I mean, the real answer is seven, but she's not here yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is she though? I mean, yeah, she is. Yeah. Especially, you asked the question and immediately knew you were wrong. Especially, yeah. <laughs> especially when you get to. I well, this isn't on Voyager anymore, but she's on Picard. It is like. The way her character, like, has developed is just really cool. And also she's hot <laughs> in that one. <laughs> she wears, like, a she's... leather jacket in that show. Like... Ooh. Come on. Chakotay could be in a leather jacket and he'd be a babe. Um, if he had some gray hair. I feel like he's been in a leather jacket in the show somehow. <laughs> I don't think he has, though. No, I just... Didn't he wear, like, that dumb, like, leisure... No, not a leisure... Like, like a suit. Like, that... Like... Beach. Oh yeah. When yeah, they yeah. went to the yeah. LA, remember? <laughs> and they were walking oh, around in their business oh, yeah. cash. Oh yeah. That's the only yeah. time I remember him wearing not his uniform. Yeah. It's because he's all he just he takes things seriously, you know? It's part right. of what part of his charm. I don't I don't know. I I tell you what, I uh I'm I'm a pretty straight guy, but something about his energy in this episode is really doing it for me. Interesting. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that says about me. Just this new phase <laughs> of my life. 
Well, I didn't write anything else down about this one. <laughs> I just was, well, I was painting my nails during it and also it was just good. <laughs> so I didn't have a lot of things to say. Mm. Okay. I have some, some notes here. Okay. When it first opened and it was the bones, I was like, oh, is this the corpse of our timeline, Harry Kim? <laughs> no, he had a maquis pin. So he was one of the, he's that guy that died on that random planet. Remember? He had a I name. I saw Memory Alpha, yeah. Hogan. Yeah, Hogan. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Poor Hogan. I wish they had named him in this episode to be like, oh, thank you for returning the bones of our lost crew member. <laughs> yeah. Now we can give him a proper burial. But no, it was never that. It was just, he's just going to be an artifact on that planet forever. I, in their version hoped. of the Indiana Jones warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of hope that they were going to uh, resurrect him and who just get like Hogan <laughs> as like the representative of the crew. That would be so yeah. funny. All right, my next note is, how can these aliens read English letters? <laughs> Carefully. Because they descended from us. They know it inherently. No, no, it's just the same way anybody in the show speaks their language. The computer translates it. I'm into a translator idea for speech, but for some reason, like written words, I'm just like, that. I, I balk at that for some dumb reason. Mm-hmm. I, that's where I draw the line. Speech is fine, <laughs> but written words, no way. <laughs> well, I don't, uh, I don't know. What, what do you mean you don't know? You're a Star Trek expert, Sarah. What, these are aliens that are in one episode. They don't if have can't lore. Give me an, okay, you all can't right, give me fine. Answer this kind of thing. The the aliens have chips in their brains that does it. It translates it for them. They How? have. They How Google Glass? I'm not. They're a millions of year old evolved species. They have some magical scientific way of doing it. Hmm. They have technology hmm. we haven't even considered yet, Andrew. Well, they have the Elon Musk brain chip. <laughs> they have Elon the Babel Musk fish. brain chip. Remember they got the Pfizer vaccine. They got. The- <laughs> <laughs> um, my next note is there was the line. Uh, Traditions are meant to be broken, and then it was followed up by the most awkward laughing I've ever heard in my entire life. That was so weird. Like that yeah. part. I mean, I kind I appreciated what they were doing, but they were had that part, and then he eats like something with yeah, his really fl- long tongue. <laughs> the fly yeah, it was so weird. <laughs> I like, even rewound that because I was like, "Did that really?" Because I like saw it in <laughs> yeah. the corner of my eye, like looked away, and I was like, "Wait a second, what just happened?" <laughs> well, when the scene opens, I was like, "This is super." weird when that shot starts like this is super weird framing like why would they choose to do it like this yeah. and then it was just so they could have that shot yeah yep. gotta gotta appreciate that boldness yeah it was just funny how much like work they did to establish these aliens relationship to each other and they like never really yep. go anywhere with it because like the guy is like, oh, I hope you told your daughter I said hi or whatever. And yep. he's like, of course mm-hmm. I did. And then he starts making fun of him. It's like, you think you could get with our family? And then he's like, just kidding. That's totally fine with me. I was like, <laughs> really weird signals being <laughs> sent here. They also had that like that random scene with the daughter who shows up for like two minutes for that one exact one exact yeah. scene. I think that didn't was probably, feel necessary. No, I think they were just trying to like establish that there's stakes mm-hmm. in this for him. Like his family could be affected. Yeah, and that's know. a cheap way of doing it. Yeah, I guess. but yeah, I mean, when you only have 15 minutes of episode to do all of that and make you care. Yeah, but I don't know. That part was a little weird, but yeah, I, I, I overall, 
I think it it, it worked for me more or less. I always uh, like the idea of alien archaeologists. Yeah, that is a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, although they were calling him a paleontologist. Yeah. Isn't that dinosaurs? Well, he was looking at bones. That that okay, is dinosaurs, but, but it's uh, I think it's supposed to be a joke there because we <laughs> look at dinosaur bones mm-hmm. and they're looking uh, at mammal funny. bones. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, I guess. I, yeah. Um, I will say this. It is weird to be an archaeologist or a paleontologist for a body that is just a year old. I feel like yeah. that's actually, that's forensics at this point. That's like figuring out a crime. <laughs> yeah. How do they know yeah. to look there for that stuff? Did they say? They said they, they have like had a, a, a reading. <laughs> no. Yeah. A psychic oh, yeah. reading. Someone they read some tarot cards. Someone told they them traded, about it. No, they, they traded like, money they for information. Yeah. For information. Yeah. Where did they get the idea that they should ask somebody about this, though? Hey, you got so many bones lately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why would they well, think... Look at the bones with guy. this kind of DNA in it. You, you've seen would, any? Why would they think there's random <laughs> aliens that happen to be from the really far faraway planet that they may might have come from a million bajillion years ago i don't know i just if you look at that part of it too long it's kind of like wait (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. my next note is also an excellent line in this one which was when tom is flirting with balana and he turns around at the last minute and is like, hey, by the way, it's going to be BYOB. She goes, BYOB. And he's like, yeah, bring your own bat left. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> <Fucking> amazing. <laughs> I love that. Bring your own bat left. I love the implication that it means he has one. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he's, his, that's why he was out of replicator rations in the last episode is because mm-hmm. he used <laughs> them practicing. all making a bat left. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so corny. It's such dad joke energy. <laughs> mhm. I want to be clear, it's dad energy, not daddy energy. <laughs> okay. So we we get it. Tom's not doing it for you. <laughs> Andrew Tom. is not horny for Tom. I tell you what, if you put him in that in the prison jumpsuit he had where it was mm-hmm. like unbuttoned down to his navel, his navel. Now we're starting to talk a little bit. Was it really <laughs> that low? It was pretty low. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty low. That was how he was introduced, too. Uh-huh. That was the opening shot for him. Yeah. I had to think about up. which prison jumpsuit he would potentially be in, because he's been in prison in multiple <laughs> episodes. Yeah. yeah. He's a bad boy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> but also just a giant dork for the 1990s in America. Uh-huh. And old cars. Yeah, not even oh, yeah, sorry. old cars. The 1900s in America cuz he didn't yeah. he didn't specify. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was a long time. <laughs> the entire century. Cuz everything yeah, that's a lot of stuff to just magically happen lot. to know in your brain. Yeah. I mean, you think about where we started. Like we we barely had airplanes and now we have <laughs> people that live in space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't even think of the difference between the 2000s and now without having to like, because like yeah. phones and shit and the internet <laughs> like, is completely, it's a different planet. Yeah. When I think about the, yeah, phones and shit, nailed it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just saying that, oh, I'm a scholar on 
the 20th century or whatever. It's like, which part? Because <laughs> there's a lot so that happened. We're talking pre-World War II. We talk, we're talking yeah. Cold War Two era. World Wars, Cold War, tons of other wars. That's just the war part. <laughs> and then there's yeah. cars, airplanes. We haven't even gotten into the pop culture yet. Uh, yeah. Only, only 90s <laughs> grunge. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And how? Uh, what is? what does he say? Uh, he said something that was really like out of left field and people made fun of him for. What that he likes when, when they were in '90s LA, he said something like that did not fit in '90s LA. Oh, it was groovy. from like the '60s. Yes. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's the only thing that actually like kind of fit. Where he's like, "Yeah, I'm into the 20th century history," and so he says "groovy," and they're like, mm-hmm. "What? What? <laughs> no one says that." Mm-hmm. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> Get out of here. Um, and my last note for this one is so when they were in the holodeck or wherever, and they were doing. Like that dino display thing where they're like looking at the ancestors and that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Uh, it really reminded me. I don't know if you if you guys know this, but when you know, remember the the eyewitness videos from the '90s, like those nature documentaries and stuff, and there'd be that intro where it's like an all white museum, and the camera would like fly through it and like do these twists and turn around, and there'd be like images and oh, like yes. things that all over the walls. Familiar, like that. Yeah, I remember watching these in school. Love that ship. Anyway, that they reminded me of this for some reason. That like that that fits exactly right. I I remember the like exactly what you're talking about. That like weird pan through that sterile sterile museum. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, I'm out of things to say about this Star Trek episode. Mm-hmm. It was unfortunately in the middle ground of like just good enough to not hate, but not bad yeah. enough to <laughs> yeah. to have a lot to talk about in either way. So yeah, well, we need to cool down after the last couple episodes. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we had some good ideas. <clears throat> it was this not week a we disappointment. Also... So I'm disappointed in you for interrupting me. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else to add there, Benjamin? I was I was hoping that you were about to start again so I could interrupt you again. I know I could feel that. <laughs> My turn to be red, I guess. <laughs> mm. This week we also watched Adventure Time season five, episode twenty three, one last job. All right, this is a really long synopsis. I'm going to see if I can do it in a single breath. This week we also watched Adventure Time season five, episode twenty three, one last job. <laughs> Jake Jr. gets involved with a group of troublemakers, and Jake is forced to reunite his old criminal gang, which includes Tiffany, voiced by Colin Dean, Gareth, voiced by Sam Marin, and the Flying Lettuce Brothers to rescue his daughter. The group is tasked with stealing the Baker Shard, the purest form of sugar known in the universe. Jake successfully completes the raid, but it is revealed that Jake Jr. set up the entire thing to impress her father. And Season 5, Episode 24, Another Five More Short Grables. A series of short stories centered around Finn, Jake, and Jake Jr., Cinnamon Bun, Oh, there it is. There's my breath. <laughs> so close. Voiced by D. Bradley Baker, the Ice King, the Earls of Lemongrab, and Mr. Fox, voiced by Tom Herpich, hosted by a mysterious man named Cuber from the future, voiced by Emo Phillips. Um, I, 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 Adventure Time, the one where they take apart the heist genre, was, uh, that was pretty good. That, that, that gave me a good chortle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I was very upset by Gareth's face. Did yeah. not did not like big ultra detailed face. No, yeah. that was not gr- not great. Not I like ideal. his superpower he gets from it. 
And I like how she's like responding to you, like, what is happening? I've got you in my face trap, girl. <laughs> uh, it, it really cracked me up and it felt totally legit. Like the, 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 this TV show has earned that uh, Jake just has a history as mm-hmm. a master criminal. Like, okay, yeah, that seems fine. Mm-hmm. I, I accept this. Mm-hmm. I like that the imp- he says that he only did that before he knew it was wrong. It was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it was wrong. <laughs> not the first time (laughs) (laughs) well and then jake genie's rationale of like doing the crimes well well, mom told me story about when you did crimes like why are you why are you telling your child stories about yeah (laughs) i won't be like you dad i learned it from you (laughs) (laughs) i learned it from watching you (laughs) ben how do you know about that we're way too too young to know that what do you mean this is wait oh am i the only one Am I the only one who knows about the old ads from the 70s? No, there's a commercial about smoking that is yeah. about that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he's like, I can't believe you've done this. And then the son's like, I learned it from watching you, <laughs> dad. And he's like crying. <laughs> it's very dramatic. Yeah, I, never, like, I never saw it on TV or anything. I just no. looked it up because I was like, what is that from? And why do people <laughs> yeah. say that? It gets, it gets referenced so much that like, mm-hmm. what, why, how would you not know it? I feel yeah. like. It's so over the top. It's a great commercial. They don't make them like that anymore. No. <laughs> if they did something like that now, it would be like self-deprecating. It would be like ironic. It would be in reference to that commercial. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, but it would just be dr- dramatic on purpose instead of dramatic oh, to yeah, like yeah, yeah. try and evoke some type of emotion because we don't we know we don't have emotions anymore. <laughs> we're all too depressed. <laughs> we only have memes. Yeah, we're yeah, just um, no meme emotions, land. only memes. No, yeah. Every feeling must be cloaked in three layers of irony, otherwise it becomes too painful. <laughs> yep. I really liked the banana guards being brought banana flavored milk. <laughs> <laughs> the forbidden flavor. Yeah. <laughs> it's so delicious. They seem honestly pretty chill about drinking their essence, their blood. Like, yeah, I don't know what that material. Their material. The sm- their material. <laughs> <laughs> it's whatever happens to a banana when you put it in a blender. It turns into material. <laughs> it turns into the forbidden flavor. <laughs> that's that's banana in its purest form, I think. Yeah, it's more in its purest form. <laughs> I, I quit. Uh, <laughs> I don't even remember what the hell we were talking about now. Oh, yeah, banana, the essential flavor. Anyway, they, they seem okay with that. I don't think I would be. No. Yeah, probably not. Really that against banana, huh? <laughs> yeah, I really do not like banana flavor. I don't either, but I did see artificial this. banana is terrible. That I is did a fact. see a TikTok <laughs> recently. A, a guy was explaining why bananas taste weird now, and how flavor banana flavor used to be different because there's a different strain yeah. of bananas mm-hmm. that all and died. Then they all went, yeah, yeah. And now we have this identical. other slightly less good banana, but the people who sell bananas needed to make money still, so they're like, mm-hmm. "This banana is good," and it's. Not as good. Not. <laughs> but we all have been it's brainwashed. Like the next best thing. Yeah, yeah. But now that one's dying too. Did you see we'll that part to... of it? No, no. I just ha- actually knew this before that. Oh. <laughs> well, I only learned things from TikTok, so. <laughs> it's because all bananas are genetically identical, so they're super susceptible to diseases. Mm. 
Is that why they taste so gross? No, they're just bad. <laughs> well, did I you do, know? I like wonder what bananas the actual are proof of God creating. Oh, I love us. this video! Holy <laughs> shit! Oh, it's so good because bananas fit perfectly in our hand. <laughs> in the pull tab, right on. <laughs> bananas are proof of God or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> the video is just called Atheist Nightmare. <laughs> oh my god. Explain that, atheists. <laughs> the old, the atheist's nightmare. Now, if you study a well-made banana, you'll find on the far side... It's such a Kirk Cameron thing to do. I know. On the close side, two ridges. If you get your hand ready to grip a banana, you'll find on the far side, there are three grooves on the close side, two grooves. I'm looking at my hand right now. Hand it's perfect to get a but banana. But he's holding it backwards. Oh, my yeah. God. God it's made it with a non-slip surface. <laughs> So much easier. I hate when does. food doesn't curl towards my face. <laughs> it's so hard to get it in my mouth. <laughs> I did have a. I had a Boy Scout leader who did actually have a, a theory that food, like the variety of foods that humans can eat, is proof that there is a god. Because you think about the shit that every other animal gets has to eat, and it's all terrible. It's like a single thing, and if they don't eat the right thing, they get sick. But humans have this um, enormous bounty in front of them that they could eat and be fine. It doesn't really hold up to any sort of no <laughs> to this address. How did he but, feel when he learned about raccoons? Yeah. <laughs> raccoons the are the omnivore. other divine creation. <laughs> oh, are you talking about that's raccoon in, Jesus? That's yeah, raccoons. yeah, raccoon Jesus. <laughs> The two species anointed by God yeah. are humans <laughs> and raccoons. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Can we talk about the last episode? Oh yeah, what is? I don't have any notes uh, for that one. What was it? Another, oh. another five more short grables. Yeah, these were good little stories. Um, that whole sequence with the lemon grabs is deeply upsetting. Uh, oh God. Yeah. Lemon sweets. Her little porcelain son. Oh my God! Is there <laughs> actually <laughs> a theme for all of these? Yeah, grables? there is. Apparently okay. it's the five or it's like the stages of grief. Okay, sure. That's oh, okay. what it said. But for me, I was reading it differently. The connection was more like existential dread is in it inescapable and everyone is just looking for something to distract themselves from the void we're all heading towards. Gee, <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, how you doing today? Not great. That was <laughs> but like that was I don't know, like, because Cinnamon Bun, he doesn't want us to be in the dark. Uh-huh. And uh, Jake is trying to make a pretend thing. And then the, the quote from uh, Jake Jr., we're on, like, the bleeding edge of history. Everything ahead of us is totally unknown, and there's no guarantee mm-hmm. that things are going to be all right. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is the worst day to watch this. <laughs> uh, I really, really liked Ice King breaking up the sentence, fix the refrigerator to, mm-hmm. to 
a checklist. Five different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With the last checkbox being one letter. E, period. Yeah. <laughs> There's something so relatable of that. It was like, this is making me feel like I accomplished more than I did. Yeah. Another way to distract yourself from from mm-hmm. the, you know... Horrible world. Mm-hmm. The impending doom that we all have to deal with daily. Yeah, and then the lemon grabs are trying to play with a doll son or whatever, and then mm-hmm. <laughs> he eats himself or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was you three? I was not raise the sunshine today. <laughs> it was. I was not prepared for the lemon vor. I was going to bring up ship four in the first episode or in the uh, Star Trek episode. Oh, God. I hate but then guys. like you had actual <laughs> Vor in this mm-hmm. one. And I was like, oh, man, uh, you know, this is the better example. Vor alarm. Sorry. <laughs> didn't bring that part. <laughs> <laughs> is that the fox that eats babies? Uh, I think he wanted to. I don't. Did he actually ever want to be a baby? I don't know. He found that book he, that was like yeah. foxes can eat babies. That sounds like a great idea. Or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right, 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 right. I don't know if he did it or if he just thought about it. I enjoyed him exploring his house and got some ugly bugs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, his house was man. There was just so much going on. Oh man, we uh, are looking for a new house, and so that was the segment that stressed me out. Just thinking about all of that. <laughs> All of the abs- absurd shit that somebody's going to do in a house before you move into it. And like just, you know, <laughs> buying a house and dealing with, yeah, the shit that people did. And you got to just sort of like figure out the, what's lurking behind the walls, all these things, man. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Why don't you just move in next door to Nate? We could do that. We could do that. Mm-hmm. Or in the big field behind his house or whatever. Well, we'd have to move into a house in the big field. <laughs> You don't want to just live in the field? No, I don't want to go. I don't want to be a permanent uh, camper. I'm just call it tenting. I don't want to be a permanent tenter. <laughs> I'm done with my tenting life. That's in, that's behind me now. That was the nice thing about having the unfinished basement is there's no surprises of what's behind the walls because there are no walls. Yeah, well, we were looking at houses that are all of them at least 90 years old, most of them closer mm. to 100. And even if the basement is unfinished, you know, it's still kind of like, mm. is that crack on there like, how long has it been there? Has it been there uh-huh. for like a year or has it been there for like 60 years? Mm-hmm. And how many ghosts are in it? Okay, well, here's the thing about that. It Until very recently in America, like I'm talking like in the last, I guess, uh, probably to like the 70s and 80s, it was exceptionally common for people to just die in their beds. Mm-hmm. So... The way that our house is laid out, there is only one place to put a bed in our bedroom. So I like to think sometimes before I go to sleep that I'm sleeping the same, physically the same spot, probably height wise and like X, Y, like just right in the same spot where multiple people died. Why do you think multiple people died there? This house is pretty old. How old is it? It's hundred years, hundred years this year, actually. So at least, at least two people I'm guessing died there. Maybe more. They built this house, and the next year was the Spanish flu. Bet you a couple people died. You could probably figure. Can you not figure out that kind of thing? Like who lived there? Uh, I don't know. I think you could figure out who lived there, but not necessarily who died there. Well, you could figure out their names and then find their obituary or something. Maybe they would say something morbid, like they died at home. Died no, peacefully the, you, in you, their you bed. <laughs> 
It would be a lot of work, but you could figure it out by looking at like the home sale dates and pe- the people who owned it and when they died and yeah. seeing when those kinds of things. You could figure this, it out. You could. This says do. a lot about me. When we bought the house, I did a lot of research into the history of it. Never once did it occur to me to think about who owned it previously. I was like, oh, I can look. I can pull the inspector card so I can see what permits they pulled and what additions they made. I can get the old floor plans. This is so exciting. Never once did I think I could figure out who <laughs> lived here before me. But you do think about potentially people who died there. Yes, definitely. At least one person, probably two, maybe even three died. And probably <laughs> right about the same spot that I sleep every night. Wow. Well... I would like to leave. <laughs> do, you, do you ever see die there myself? Ghost, Not these days. Ghostly stuff. No ghosties. No ghosts aren't, aren't. They're not real, Sarah. Andrew, but they might be. But what they're if they not, are? They are because I got a letter from one. <laughs> <laughs> we all got letters from one, actually. Yeah. I was so sad to see that they he wasn't doing that this year. No. <laughs> yeah. We still have it on our. You could still do it. Uh huh. I don't have good ghostly handwriting, though. You could make a ghost type it on a computer. (laughs) That's not quite the same. Yeah, maybe next year. We'll see. But no, I've never seen anything ghostly or spooky in here. Except I've seen some mice, and that's pretty spooky. (laughs) That is is spooky. We'll just think about how many mice have died in there. Oh, well, I've personally been (laughs) responsible for close to, for quite a number. Well, they're all haunting you now, so I hope mm-hmm. you're ha- happy. I'm prepared for that. Well, they're the ones that are going out and telling all the other mice, come to this house. <sighs> yeah, well, that's why you can't <laughs> live trap them, because when you do, like, they do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. They've shown that mice can traverse. It's like something insane, like like 10 miles or something to get back mm-hmm. to where they were originally. Well, drive them 11 miles away, then. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Shit. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> yeah, take your little crate of mice that you caught in your house. My crate mouse of co- mice. <laughs> mouse colony. Are you doing like that? You know the, this little speech that Javier Bardem gives in that James Bond movie where he talks about the, the rats in the barrel and how they eat each other? Is that what you're doing with your mice? <laughs> I don't interact with mice at all. You got mouse fight club going on at your house? <laughs> I had a very traumatic experience with a mouse when I was in high school. I will not interact with mice again. There was a mouse in our house. Our cat, Pippin, caught it, but didn't kill it mm-hmm. and was playing with it. And we were worried it would get away. And I wasn't home. My sister was by herself at home. And she called my mom, who was also not home. This was like in the middle of the day. And I come back and my sister's like at the door to meet me she's like 14 and she's like there's a mouse downstairs and mom said you would deal with it and I was like (laughs) I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) and so I go down to the basement and it's covered with like a trash can my sister put over the top of it and Pippin's just sitting there looking at it and so I was like what the fuck am I supposed to do I'm scared of it too and so anyway long story short I put it in a trash bag while it was alive and put it in the <sighs> trash can and I feel bad about it now still. oh no although he probably could have just chewed his way out of the bag and just gotten did. all the trash and had mm-hmm. a great time in the trash can <laughs> mm-hmm. until he got compacted by the truck well he could have well he's a little he could have like <laughs> hid inside something I don't know anyway he also could have just 
gotten out <laughs> as well. It could still be in that basement today. Are you are you in the same house? Yes. Could be there right now, He's Sarah. Not. The ghost of the mouse is there. The m- creeping up. If he died, he died in the garage <laughs> or the <laughs> trash can or trash. So now the ghost lives truck, in the trash can. Trash garbage truck. So the truck is haunted, not my house. With that, <laughs> with that mouse. There's probably other haunted ghost mouses. Uh, I, I, we petered out on this one, didn't we? Yep. We absolutely <laughs> have. I'm thinking about playing Elden Ring right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do the outro. What do I do here? What do I say normally? What we do talk do? about, oh, we need to do our grables. <clears throat> yeah, Nate, Nate, give us a grable. Uh, Grable me, daddy. Uh, both Jake Jr. and Chicote were kidnapped. Yeah, hostages. She kidnapped herself. That doesn't count. Um, uh, kidnap's a kidnap. All right. There. Also, I love that Jake Jr. Had is existential crises in all of them. It sounds like you three did too. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had an existential crisis because they're like, I don't, I, my species isn't what I thought it was, and then. In the other one, it was because they were all really depressed, and the girl at the shop was also depressed. You see that depression? Money can't buy that. You gotta earn it. <laughs> <laughs> this episode was, it fucked me up, but also I was like, I can't believe this is a child's TV show <laughs> with lines like that. <laughs> Turns out that basically all you do in your adult or with children is prepare them for that harsh truth. Yep. Seems like. Well, endotherms, join us next time as we watch Star Trek Voyager season three, episode 24, Displaced, and Adventure Time season five, episode 25, Candy Streets, and episode 26, Wizards Only Fools. Uh, remember to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Voyager Time, Facebook Voyager Time. Email us, Voyager Time at gmail.com. Uh, maybe tell a friend about the show. We haven't asked for that to happen. If you have know somebody who might be willing to listen to a show that's <laughs> tangentially about Star Trek <laughs> and Adventure Time. <laughs> maybe tell somebody you hate. No, well, <laughs> tell an enemy. Yeah. Tell your enemies. Tell your enemies. Tell your enemy to love her. Ooh. Because, you know, enemies to lovers is a trope. Mm-hmm. In books and stuff, mm-hmm. I believe you. I was just gonna Great. let it settle on that one. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I thought it was gonna be a Taylor Swift song, not a TV tropes article. Oh no! Well, no, we're not gonna go into my Taylor Swift theories right now. We don't oh. have time. <laughs> we don't. We'll have set time. that aside as a special episode. <laughs> no, <laughs> save it for the Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> In the meantime, we'll just wait for you here. By the mausoleum. With our backs turned. And our defenses lowered. Come along with me.